0: Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. So I definitely am in a better voice situation than I was last week when I had to put my 13-year-old daughter on to do the intros, which I heard a lot of great feedback from. I know you guys like that a lot. So here I am. I'm back. My voice is not quite mine, but definitely I hope you can understand me. So today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Kelly Pietrangeli. I'm going to call her Kelly P from Project Me. And she's a life coach and has this amazing business called Project Me. And she was a guest recently on our one day Make December Matter experience, where we had 14 speakers uh, really breaking down why planning makes such a difference, how women are a lot different than men, and as it when it comes to how we choose what we want to do, how we can really simplify this December, and then how we can use that time that we create to really propel ourselves into 2020. So it was an amazing day. It was so fun, so much great feedback, um, I just I've loved all the activity over on Facebook. I got so many just rave reviews. it was it was a heartwarming experience. And if you haven't checked it out, it still is available for purchase. And I'm telling you all about this because, there's three talks that I really want everyone to hear. I want everyone to hear all of them, but I need to keep some in the actual experience. And Kelly's is one of them. We heard one last week with Leonie Dawson, and in the week to come, we're going to hear from Melissa Lance. Um, they're a little out of context on the podcast because the day was really crafted in a very specific order, so you're not getting that. And then, of course, we had a 60-plus page planning book, planning workbook that went along with the talk so that you could really take what you learned and put it into action. So it really, it is a package that has a lot more value than what you're hearing here, but you're getting a sneak peek of what's here. Also, from time to time possibly even in Kelly's interview there are visuals because the the day is actually on video and so i'm hoping it all comes through and makes sense in audio but if you wanted to see the visuals you'd have to come check it out over in the actual experience you can go check that out at makedecembermatter.com if you're so in, still interested and we're probably going to keep that up for sale I don't know, maybe through the first week of December, through the, the 5th, and then it feels like I would be rushing you through content that would feel you know, like you needed before then. So we'll keep it up till December 5th, um, and then that will go away, but you could go grab your copy and make some time to watch it uh, between now and then. Okay. Or you know, however you want. Actually, the, the second half of the day is stuff you could do in the new year. So you wouldn't have to watch it all by then, but we're going to keep it for sale through then. And then you have December to unpack it and watch it and all that good stuff. We also have a number of really fun things coming up. So if you're listening to this in real time, we're doing an Advent planning workshop on Friday, Black Friday. Um, Go sign up. Whether you hear this in time or not, we will be sending out a replay. Again, that is time sensitive because December 1st is on Sunday, but even if you started a little bit late, uh, it's a really amazing tool for you to really think through how you want your December to be and having your family really hold you accountable to that. So it's something that I've been doing probably for about nine years now and teaching for about six and just love this tool. You do not have to be creative to do it. You do not have to celebrate Christmas. Christmas to do it. You can do a countdown calendar to the new year or to the solstice. And it's not about actually the craft of making it. I do have fun with what mine looks like. You can Google Advent calendars and see some really fun ideas online. but this is about the messages that go in the little pockets and really using that as a planning tool to show up to your best December. So that's happening on Friday. then next week, We are doing a one-week challenge called um, Make Today Matter, and it's all about five tools that will really help you in planning your days. Melissa Lance, who will be on the podcast next week, shared when she was on Make December Matter, she shared... A, a quote that I just I can't get out of my head—that she basically said, "If you can figure out one day, which Make December Matter was, um, because on the actual day that it was, there was we had everybody was eating really well based on her menu plan. We were moving, we had an exercise plan, we had meditations built in. All of these are still in the actual experience. If you want to go grab it, but on the day it was really fun watching everyone take care of themselves. And she said, "You know, if you can do one day, then you can do the next." day and the next day. And all of a sudden those days turn into a week, which turns into a month, which turns into a year. So if we can figure out how to master our days, then we really can figure out how to master our lives. And so that's what next week's challenge is about. You can, to go to, to sign up for the Advent workshop, you can go to plansimple.com Advent to show up to make, to, I'm now I'm forgetting what the name of the, I actually called the challenge, but I think it's called Make Today Matter. And so if you go to plansimple.com slash today challenge, you will get to sign up for that. So those are the two things that are coming up. We actually have One more class that's going to come up after that, but I don't want to overwhelm you, and we don't have a sign up for it quite yet. And it's about creating a vision. And the last thing I want to say is that Flow 365 is going to open for enrollment. Uh, soon, next week, actually. Um, we're going to have early enrollment open for the month of December so that everyone can get in before 2020 who wants to. So if you're not on the wait list and you want to know about that, the door's opening, go to plansimple.com slash flow365, all one word, and you will get a lot of information and see what other people have thought about going through that program and you will see a bunch of buttons to get on the wait list. So go do that. And so let's get Kelly on the show. So welcome Kelly. Thank you so much. Hi Mia. Hi everybody. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited you're here. It's funny. We've known each other for a while, but we've never been able to have this conversation or we've known each other like in the periphery on the, in Big the inner web. So I'm so excited yeah. to have this conversation. Me too. So you have this amazing concept of a wheel, a project me wheel. And I would love to share that as a concept with our audience today. So will you tell us a little bit about that and feel free to go into any background that you need to, but just tell us about what the wheel is, what it looks like, and how it might help us plan our month.
1: Sure, I'd love to. Well, the Project Me framework is all about uh, treating your life like an exciting ongoing project. Because I think too often we can just be an autopilot we're just getting up every day, going through the motions, doing everything that's in front of our face and kind of falling to bed again at the end of the night and doing it all over again the next day. And so by turning your life into a project, it's your way of staying out of autopilot and living more consciously. So the Project Me Life Wheel, the kind of concept behind it, it's In my book and it's this is the the download that you can get but it's all about this I know you're a graphic designer too so it's all about this This pretty wheel Um, and the wheel has eight different areas on it which are the eight key areas of a busy mother's life and kind of hold this up here the idea is that you do a little quick self-assessment once a month Ideally, kind of the beginning of the month, but it doesn't really matter when. It's just about doing it consistently. And it comes with um, prompts for each life area. And you just have a think about each area of your life and how it's been going over the past month. And then that helps you to sort of, you know, you're, you're kind of rating yourself on a scale of one to 10, a 10 not being perfect, by the way. It's never about trying to achieve perfection. Um, it's about just kind of seeing where things could maybe use some improvement. It's kind of fun. It's like one of those dot to dots because at the end, after you've circled your scores, you connect the dots and then you get to see how wonky your wheel is. You know, like, is it is it really small wheel or is it really zigzagged and crazy looking? And the idea behind it is that you're not trying to make your life perfect it isn't that every month you're trying to get a 10 out of 10 in every life area because that's just unachievable and crazy making but what it does is it just gives you a chance once a month to be able to see if there's certain areas of your life that are kind of consistently low scoring and other areas that you know it also gives you a chance to pat yourself on the back for the areas that are going well because I don't think we do that nearly often enough. And what you do after you've done your assessment is you move into the ideas into action sheet. And that is where you take any ideas you have about any areas of your life that you'd like to improve over the next month, and you break it down into small step by steps. I don't know how well you can see that, but um, that's the idea behind it. And I mean that's the bare bone basics of it. There's, you know, there's so much more that you can dive into, but the bare Minimum is to do a check in with your life once a month and to come up with some ideas and to break them down into small step actions. I try to keep things really simple and easy to do. So it's not like some big, sometimes people see this and they, oh my gosh, I've got to do this big, gigantic life assessment. It's not like that at all. It's just looking at what's working and what's not in your life on a month by month basis.
0: Okay, so maybe you even just take that one piece of paper to a cafe, right? And enjoy a I don't know, matcha latte and sit down and just like rate these areas. Will you repeat, will you tell us what the areas are?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, we have got um, personal growth, yep. productivity and time management, health, uh, sorry, family, health, love, uh, work, fun, and money. And it used to be, you know, because I started Project Me for myself, it was never going to be for anybody else. I mean, my Project Me was for me because my life was such a hot mess. Um, And I started, you know, looking at the different areas of my life and figuring out what I could do to improve things. And you know what what I used to do? I used to have family included, like my marriage. I had that in one section. And after a while I was like, no, they're two separate entities. And so I split those off into two different things and that really, really helped. And then the other thing, productivity and time management was like the missing pedal. It was, it wasn't there. And everything else was like, you know, going okay, but not really, and it was really um, haphazard. And when I started to actually treat productivity and time management as like a separate entity, That is when everything really improved in my life because I started to look at, do I have systems in place? I'm like from meal planning and um, fitness planning and, you know, making sure that there's, that I'm spending my time wisely. Am I managing my to-do list well? Um, Have I got post-it notes stuck all over the place or am I keeping too much in my head? And when I started to get some productivity and time management into my life, that was when all areas of my life, it had this knock-on effect, this positive knock-on effect and lifted everything higher so that's like the best addition that i made in my own project me
0: i love that so okay so the other thing so we have all of these different areas of our life and every month we take this piece of paper and we go through and we just are rating where we are from one to 10 in each of those areas. And then you held up this other sheet, which is the worksheet for us planning our next month. And on that, I noticed there's only three things. So do you recommend we really focus
1: on three at a time? I do. I think sometimes I even advise people to pick one life area at a time and actually three different ideas they have to improve that life area and break those down into steps because when we try I've worked with enough women now that I know that everyone gets really gung-ho when they're first starting their project me and they want to kind of change everything all at once but what happens when you try to take too much on all at once is that you don't really make much traction on anything and then you end up feeling a little bit dejected and so it's far better to have some sweet successes um, you know by just taking things a little bit at a time and that's the great thing you're doing it again next month and the month after that month after that. So, you know, although you kind of could want to dive in and do everything all at once, you get so much better success if you just break it down and take small baby steps. I love that.
0: Okay. So let's, let's help people paint a picture of December because I feel like, and this is why I wanted you on, but December is this time when I think we have a lot in common as women and moms and it's interesting because the idea of December being at all about me might feel a little strange, right? Because it's usually a month we put everything else first, right? We put our kids first, our husbands first, our family, our bigger family first, the holidays first. We literally are putting everything first. So the idea that we'd have any time left over for ourselves feels foreign to many of us. But I, I mean, it's literally one of the reasons why I'm putting on this day is because the year I did it by mistake, I had broken my wrist and I was like literally on the couch having had surgery. I just was like, oh my God, like if you take care of yourself during this time of year, it changes everything. It changes everything about how everyone experiences the holidays and it changes everything about how you go into the next year. So tell us a little bit about what you've seen and some of the patterns that come up from year to year for this month in particular.
1: Yeah, well, it used to be that for me, I actually dreaded December. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I know some people absolutely love the holidays and they can't wait to get the tree up and to do all of that. And my heart always just sank whenever I thought about Christmas coming up because I just would get so overwhelmed. There was just two, the, everything I had going on already. And then on top of that, all of the decorating the house and buying presents for everybody and the food, extra food shopping and wrapping and entertaining and everything that came with the with with December and um, so I really finally learned that I just need to drop a lot of perfectionism that I I was prone to, which is just trying to make everything perfect, realizing that I can have a much simpler time by not thinking I have to keep up with all the stuff I see on social media about the way that you're wrapping presents with these bows or you're (laughs) doing this and that. That's just not me. And so everybody, it's about figuring out for yourself, what is it that you can kind of, you know, drop and not make perfect and cut a few corners on so that you can carve out some extra time to put your feet up and in actually enjoy the holidays this has been a game changer for me just realizing that my family would much rather have me being smiley and happy and fun and sitting down and playing a game or sitting down and watching a christmas cartoon together or, or a you know family holiday movie and that kind of thing than i'm trying to you know get the most perfect you know christmas ornaments on my tree or you know that kind of thing and that's really really helped me a lot
0: (laughs) well and so often it's like we're off doing these crazy things for our kids and then not paying attention to them like in the moment right so we're being pulled in all these these directions
1: so true
0: So, so that probably means that the air, what does that mean the area that we're really wanting to focus on in December is?
1: Okay. Well, I would say that um, because this is, you know, mid November right now is when to put more of a focus on the productivity and time management now, which is like making, making proper lists of things that need to happen that you ideally want to happen within the next couple of weeks, within the next three weeks, all that kind of planning stuff. Um, And the more that you can, you can sort of, you know, get done the bigger stuff, you know, not all at once, but, you know, just time it all out and not leave everything to the last minute, the more time you're going to have to relax, but also not to feel like, you're going to just wait until you have it all done before you're going to actually do something for yourself. I mean, that's not going to work either. So um, I, for myself of everything on the wheel, I put more emphasis uh, right around now on productivity and personal growth, like a mixture between those two things. So personal growth is different for everybody, but for me, that is things like reading an inspirational book, you know, getting to bed earlier and, 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 doing some meditation and journaling and just things that are just nourishing things that I love to do. That's just for me. Um, anything that I can do to kind of feed my soul a bit more over the ahead of the holiday season. It just gets me in a much better state of mind.
0: I love that. It's interesting because I totally agree about the productivity part and what I tend to do as well is there's something about here in the U.S. I mean, you're not in the U.S., but you're American. Right? I'm in
1: London. Yeah, I'm American, yeah. but I, I live in London. Yeah.
0: So the Thanksgiving, so for me, sort of like you know, kickstart this whole this whole time, and it's a bit late this year. But what's interesting to me is I go into this huge personal growth, like this desire for personal growth at that time, of, of this time of year. And what I was finding was because of all the stuff I was like literally. Not allowing that in for so many years. So the the year that I ended up on the couch, it was like I was journaling and reading and doing all these things that were so fun and so filling. And that's what I realized I really needed at this time of year. Um, And it's been so fun because then your kids want to do it too, right? Like they start seeing, you know, I I, one year did this whole ritual and the solstice around, you know, releasing things and putting them in the fire. And, you know, my kids at the time were littler, so they were totally you know, gung ho. But even now with teenagers, they're like, "Wait, mom, aren't we doing that thing in the fire?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, let's do it."
1: <laughs> yeah, I love well, I love that so much. It's a shame that sometimes it does take us have like something has to happen for us to actually have that downtime, that kind of forced downtime. But yeah, if that's what it takes to kind of you know put the needle in a fresh groove sometimes. But the other thing that I will say about December, when you're looking at the life wheel, is that something has to give because. If you are thinking that you can just give equal attention, you're, you're never ever, by the way, trying to give equal attention to every single thing every single month. You're looking at the natural fluctuations that happen month by month, season by season. And there'll be times when you need to just put so much more emphasis on certain areas than another. And um, I find that in December, I put a lot less emphasis on work. I will deliberately not create more work for myself. I would never like run an online program or try to launch something or create anything. That means I have to do a lot of extra work in December work is the one area where I kind of ease off on. And then it means that that will naturally free up a bit more time for other things. Um, yeah, work and, um, well, health. I don't think is really. It's really not a good time to just completely neglect your health. Um, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, there's never a good time for that. Fun, fun kind of naturally seems to happen over the holiday season anyway. So that can be a high-scoring area. But yeah, it's just about paying more attention to. Um, What's going to fill you up and just make you feel like your best version of yourself?
0: Well, and I think that's one of the most important things I heard from you and learned from you is that I think sometimes we can focus on the area that we're already scoring high in, right? So you just mentioned that in December, fun can sometimes sort of happen naturally, right? There's like performances and things to go see and fun movies and games and all those things. But we're going to do that anyway. So what I was finding was I was being drained by those things because I wasn't doing the things that I was scoring low on. And for a lot of us, I think at this time of year, it can be health. Like hopefully today we'll change that a little bit, but you know, health can go down. We don't go to the gym. We're not eating the food that is really serving us. We're not doing all these things. And so when we can start to see that we're scoring low and that's what we need to work up on, that's what you really help me see. Like the fun is going to happen. The presents are going to happen. Like all that's going to happen because we're going to make it happen. But we might need to focus on like the part that's actually Project Me, right?
1: Exactly. And you touched on something earlier when you said that um, sometimes we can be that we we try to do so many activities you know there's just so much going on around Christmas time you can take the kids to go and do that and there's that going on and you can go and see the lights down here and all of that and we think that that we need to drag them around doing all of that stuff but yeah it's about finding the balance even within each week I mean just looking week by week and actually saying whoa there's a lot on all this week what's something that we can say no to this week and just sit at home in our pajamas and watch a nice a nice Christmas movie oh my god the fire
0: is like my favorite place to be and. December. It's like the best. <laughs> um, all right. So you have this amazing work set of worksheets that literally help you plan December. So everybody can go grab those and we'll, we'll put a link to that below this video. Or in so other. tell us like I was reading through that and it was fascinating cause it's very, it's you know, similar to how I think. And at the end of it, you ask a set of questions. Can you can you reflect on those a little bit, yes, or or exactly. what you think is the most important so thing about that? So it's a two pager.
1: Those- it's called My Dream December. And the first page is where you're looking at like the best part of last December and the not so good part was because we can learn a lot by just reflecting. And when you do this every year, like I do, I mean, I've got my ones from the previous years and it's just really good to say, ah, last year I thought to myself, don't do that again. Or you know what the best part of last year, last December was this. And then you can go, wow, I would have forgotten about that. And so you kind of collect these over the years. I mean, I've, I actually do this every year so i can do that and it's what can i learn from this and what do i want to do this december and what are the things that i have to do this december so that you're balancing out the things that you want to do and the things that you have to get done um, and so i won't go through everything but that's the front page and then the second page is you know i want more of i want less of i will stop i will start what are my challenges what needs figuring out and then my holiday wish list what do i want for me So it's just like, you know, what is something in December that I really want for me? Um, And then as you alluded to at the bottom is this little cut out and keep, little little cut marks here. Um, This is the My Dream December vision. And that is where you actually kind of take everything that you've just brainstormed on these two pages and you put it into a dream vision of, you know, uh, this December is going to be, and you express it in the positive, because, and this December I will feel so it's how, what emotions do you want to feel in December? You know, usually we want to feel calm and connected and playful and light. You know, you come up with whatever it is for you. And I'm so very grateful for it. And you write down what you're grateful for. You cut that out and you keep it front and center throughout the month of December so that when you are having those kind of like, woof boy, you can look at that again and you can go. I remember now and you can keep yourself on track. So good to do this before December, like do it now I and then you it. go into it with, you know, intentionally and mindfully and you know, people who've been doing this every year tell me that this has made such a huge difference to them.
0: I love it. So everyone should go get it and definitely fill out the sheet. Cause I was looking at it and starting to fill it out myself as I was looking through it and I love it. And so the the two things that you said, though, that I just wanted to point out and reiterate for everyone watching is one, and I think this might be different than other months with your system, but just the idea that in December, we're kind of reflecting back on last December Versus
1: when you're going through your system, you're kind of reflecting usually on the month before, right? Exactly. This is where we're looking back at last December because, you know, it can feel like you just go into the next December a bit like on autopilot. Yeah. Just here we go. It's December. I'm doing all this. And then it can even be like after it's happened that you go, why don't I ever remember not to do that, not to invite so-and-so over on, you know, the day after Christmas or not to, you know, try to do this, the, the you know, two days before Christmas to do this in advance. And why do I always forget that wrapping the presents takes so long? And, and why do I always forget not to, not to buy more tags? I'm just talking for myself here. I'm wrapping the presents like two days before Christmas or the night before. And I'm out of those little tags that say to and from, and I'm sort of like, oh, you know, so it's like, if I write that down, which I did a few years ago, I'm like, buy loads of those just you know, and wrap the presents as you buy them and don't wait until the last minute because it takes so long. And that's just me. But what it's great is that it gets you to figure out for yourself what it is that you want to not do again this year that what didn't go so well last year or what you want to do more of.
0: And I think that's interesting because, and at the beginning of this um, today, we had and if you haven't heard it, you should go back and listen. We talked to Sarah Jenks and she talks a lot about the difference between men and women. And I think this is a huge one. Like men are always learning from the past, like, especially when we're thinking of them in business and we're just like, we're great because we're creative and we can go with the flow and we can do all these things at the same time. But every once in a while, it like really helps us to really reflect back because we learn so much every time we go through the month of December or whatever it is we're going through. Right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then the other thing that you said that I really want to point out to everybody, cause this was like huge for me was, and it's how the flow planner, our 90 day planner actually starts is with the question, how do you want to feel? And to me, that's like the biggest thing ever. And especially in December, this was so off for me because I always had in my head, like if I opened a magazine, the pictures always depicted what you just said, like calm and connected and whatever. And then I would create these situations that were like me running around all over the place and like nobody connecting because we were too busy and like me being all stressed about all these things. And like literally I was creating the opposite to look like what Instagram and the magazines look like, but it actually didn't make me feel that way.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't it, it just crazy, but it's awareness. It's just awareness. And when we can become aware of these things, it, awareness is the key, but yeah, I'm so happy that your planner does include the, the how feelings, you know, how checking in with how you feel. Our feelings are our best indicator of whether we're in or out of flow. You know, I'm so into, you know, energy and whether we're in vibrational alignment or not. And when we are out of vibrational alignment is when we feel if frustrated or impatient or overwhelmed, all all of those are our indicator that we are out of alignment. And when we are feeling peaceful and calm and optimistic, and we have positive expectation and love, and those are like high vibe emotions. And when we are feeling higher vibrational emotions, that's when we are just naturally attracting more great things into our life. And vice versa when we're feeling overwhelmed and discouraged and all of that. We're just, it's just, it's a negative downward spiral. So paying attention and checking in with our emotions, I think is like the best thing we can do every single day for ourselves. I love it. Well, thank
0: you so much. I feel like this has been such an amazing Um, in a short amount of time, so much amazing tools that we can just move forward with to really feel balanced in this December, if there's such thing. But you know, thank
1: you for putting this together. It's just an amazing resource that I wish had been around for me many years ago. And um, yeah, just thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, I hope everyone goes and checks out Kelly and her amazing project me because we all need to have that as a project. And I love that word. Actually, project really does make it feel like We can fit it in. (laughs) So thank you. All right. Happy holidays. Thank you. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and really put it into action because action is where real change happens. Now we always serve up three doable changes and that's just because I want you to have a little bit of choice and I want you to pick the one that resonates most with you so you can really lean into it and move forward in your own life. Okay, number one from Kelly's episode is get into the practice of assessing your life. And what this looks like is you take a few minutes and you look at all the different areas of your life. It doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to feel like drudgery. It can be really fun. Maybe take yourself to a cafe or light a candle after the kids go to bed. And then in each of the categories, rate yourself from one to 10 And 10 doesn't mean perfect. 10 really is as close to perfect as we're going to get because there's no such thing as perfect. If you listen to Make December Matter, I loved Sana's good enough measurement. There's just really good enough. So really be kind to yourself when you're judging yourself and pat yourself on the back for the things that are going well because so often we forget to do that. And then notice where you might need some improvement and don't judge yourself. Just notice where it is and do that by looking at where you rated low and then figuring out what you can do to focus on that area that needs to bump up a little bit. Sometimes at this time of year, Kelly suggested rather than looking at the month prior, which is usually what we do, look at last December, because that could give you some insight into this particular holiday season. Okay, number two, pick one life area to work on. So choose one life area that could use a little attention. Really focus on what's going to make a difference here and list one to three things that you can do this month to make an improvement in this area and really take to heart the one to three things. Like One thing can sometimes be enough to create momentum, so really be kind with yourself. Okay, number three, plan your dream December. Get really clear on how you want this month to feel. Know what you want more of and what you want less of. Think back to last December and learn from it, and then design this amazing December that you're going to love. Right now is a great time to be doing this work if you're listening to this as it's going live because it is really close to being December. Maybe you're listening to this and it already is December. By the way, it's never too late to design your month. And then Really keep your vision front and center so that you can use it daily to make sure that what you're doing in the day aligns with your vision. Now, it just so happens that on Black Friday, if you're listening to this before that, we're having this amazing workshop. So check it out, plansimple.com slash advent. Um, That might give you an extra tool to keep you accountable to holding that vision of your December. All right. Y'all, I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can. And improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple podcast. Bye for now.